Hello and welcome to today's Almost Daily Devotional. We're going to read from the Gospel of John, chapter 4. And I'm not going to read the whole chapter. I'm just going to skip around a little bit. A Samaritan woman came to the well to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me some water to drink. The Samaritan woman asked, Why do you, a Jewish man, ask for something to drink for me, a Samaritan woman? Jesus responded, if you recognize God's gift and who is saying to you, give me some water to drink, you would be asking him and he would be giving you living water. Everyone who Jesus answered, everyone who drinks water from this well will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks from the water that I will give will never be thirsty again. The water that I give will become in those who drink it a sprig of water that bubbles up into eternal life. The woman said, give me water so I will never be thirsty. Jesus said, go get your husband and come back here. And the woman replied, I don't have a husband. You are right, Jesus answered. You have five husbands and the man you are now with isn't your husband. You've spoken the truth. Sir, I see that you are a prophet, she says. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you and your people say that it is necessary to worship in Jerusalem. Jesus said, believe me, the time is coming when you and your people worship the Father. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So this conversation between Jesus and the Samaritan woman at the well, it's, it's, it's challenging. It's complicated. The language is difficult to understand. And part of that is because the whole story is full of symbolism. It's full of metaphors. It's full of um, language inside language that we wouldn't we don't get in our modern context the people who heard this story for the first time would have gotten it because it's full of familiar things to them so a little bit of history jews considered samaritans um, to be idol worshipers that's why they didn't get along they thought that samaritans were worshiping idols because they worshiped foreign gods in addition to the one god so they, they worshipped uh, lots of different gods on this mountain, including the God of Israel. So the God of Israel was only one of many, many gods. And in that context in the Middle East, they used to um, refer to this idea using marital imagery. So they, they talked about being married to your God. It was uh, false worship was um, sexualized as being a marriage, like a um, like an idolatrous, like a false marriage, adulterous marriage. And so we don't know if the story is referring to actual husbands, like she'd been divorced or she, her husband had died or whatever, or if this story is referring to the idea of her being a Samaritan who worships many gods. The text doesn't tell us which one. But I wonder if this idea of it not being actual husbands, but of Jesus acknowledging that she worships many gods, doesn't make more sense in this story. So if the issue here isn't polygamy, it isn't um, sinning with multiple husbands, but instead worshiping multiple gods, Jesus's response about living water makes a lot more sense. Sarah Snyder says that the five husbands are five foreign gods and the sixth husband is an incomplete worship of the God of Israel. And so Jesus, the seventh husband, fulfills her. It's a whole different conversation. 
Jesus and the Samaritan woman are talking about the baggage of their ancestors, that she is thirsty because she's tried every other God available in the Middle East and found that all of them wanting, that she's worshiped six other gods and now she's ready for the true God, the living water. She keeps returning to the same well, hoping for a different God. And finally, she found one. How often do we look for fulfillment from other gods? We carry around our baggage, our ancestors' baggage often. We carry around our water jars looking for living water, but return home empty, needing to refill the jar again. And Jesus offers her the kind of living water that never needs to be refilled. He offers to fill her jar with grace. Jesus saw what she really needed. And it wasn't the water from the well. He saw her plight, her need, her desire for worship of a true God. Jesus recognized her, spoke to her, offered her something of unspeakable value. And he does the same for us. He sees us. We exist for him. We have value. We have worth. And he sees the ways that we seek other gods, that our jars are empty, that we're not filling it up with the sustaining water of life. And so Jesus invites us to imagine that even someone as unlikely as this Samaritan woman is seen by God, that Jesus loves us, sees us, claims us, and offers us living water. <clears throat> living water that satisfies even our deepest thirst. So where do you offer your jar? What water are you seeking?